War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Vanguard on an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Vanguard magnitude. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to this channel, guys. downloading episode 45 of channel massive jeez we have a special show for you tonight it will be the show where we all talk like robots it's no wonder why we only have seven (laughs) listeners Noah. jason you are not talking like a robot as we discussed previously you need to work on your voice your addiction is not perfect oh hello (laughs) hello kitty here kitty 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 perhaps i should get the anti-kitty repulsor unit <laughs> anyway, welcome to Channel Massive. This is episode 45. I am Jason. I am joined by Noah and Mark. I am Mark. We're without Jim again this evening because <laughs> he is still recovering from ankle surgery. He so, is hurt. Yeah, he is hurt badly. Uh, so wish him well. You can send well wishes to male at channelmassive.com or sexual favors if you wish. And I'm sure he'll be glad to hear from you. Just nothing involving foot fetishes. No, nothing involving the foot. Or he might send you a really gross picture of his foot. Oh, God, that was disgusting. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's called Frankenfoot, and it's horrible. It involves lots of steeples. Yeah. Yeah, when they put those suckers in, you know, there was some radical stuff done. Because those yep. are like, my stapler doesn't have staples that big in it. <laughs> those are nasty sutures, man. Yeah. I don't know why you would own a stapler that would have those size staples in them. You never know if you need to do any foot surgery. Right. Anyway, we have a lot to talk about this evening. We're going to talk about what we've been playing for the week. We have a plethora of listener email. Would you call it a plethora? A cornucopia <laughs> of email. Oh, no, a menagerie. Noah, scoff. Noah scoffs at me. A menagerie. <laughs> a collection. A collective. I couldn't keep it in, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll also have a, a bit of the week in gaming. Yep. Lots of stuff going on this week in the MMO. Yeah, we don't have to make up stuff like we did last yeah, week. Yeah, we always make stuff up. None of the news we have is real. It's all fake news. Warhammer canceled. <laughs> Lotro rebranded with <laughs> with artwork by Todd McFarlane. <laughs> you know what? That may not be as far-fetched as you think. Ashron's call two brought back. <laughs> <laughs> Vanguard is actually a good game. Vanguard comes through. The ship is turned Although around. People still, yeah. Well, no, actually, people are saying Troy that, ironically quits his love for Vanguard and starts to play Dungeons and Dragons online. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Crazy, crazy stuff going on in the MMO world that we just make up. Yep. Not the real news. You'll have to judge what's truth and what's bullshit. <laughs> this is this is true. <laughs> or is it? 
What have you been playing, Mark? Oh wow, that was like, and 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 Noah had the jazz hands going on that entire <laughs> he had, time. Yeah, four of them cool. going, which is really weird. Jazz hands, my Shiva, my Shiva jazz hands. Shiva jazz. The jive, bring in the love. Push out the jive, bring in the love. Jason's got jazz the ultimate hands. jazz hands. <laughs> yeah, I, for the record, I've... have no jazz hands. No, just just a scowl of angry confusion. Um, if we could only see it through your bangs. Yeah. <laughs> must 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 pull bangs aside. Can you get another Trim. one of those breaths and uh, yeah. Um, so what have I been playing? I've been playing Age of Conan because I am determined to play as much as I can before passing judgment on it, unlike other people. So that's what I'm doing. What? Oh, you know, people who review it after playing, like, the intro. Oh, so, yeah. You know. Well, that's really all you need to see to see yeah. the game. Yeah. Uh, it's great, or it Burn. sucks. Burned. <laughs> Burned you. Uh, yeah, I just think, you know, you need to play these games a little bit before you review them. So, anyway, I've been playing it. Um, I've been playing on the pussy-ass Care Bear server that our listeners selected for us. And <laughs> <clears throat> that's been pretty fun, because I like all the people there. But I do understand you have a side project going My side on. project is going well. I have died about 20 times already, and that was only so the first few seconds. So are you getting ganked left and right on a PvP server? Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Like, Which when one are you on? I'm on uh, Tyranny. And when so you're you, not on the, on the RP PvP server, you're, you're just nah. on regular old... I seemed too Old weak. Old-fashioned ganking PvP seemed server. too weak and timid for me, so I went straight to Tyranny because it sounded like the most evil of them all. And I went there, and I, you know, I thought that after I started the single per the single player part where you get to the city, like the minute that you were at Tortage and you had to go get the like uh, bricks for the for the guy to fix the dam. Right, right. I thought that would be an open PvP zone, so I was all cautious. But it's not. You can't target anyone there. But when you go to White Sands Isle, that is... White Sands is totally open. So when I got there, I was like, wow, nobody's killing me. And I ran past a few people, because I was like level 7 or something, and there were a bunch of level 12s and 13s. I ran past them, and nobody did anything to me. It's like, wow, this is great. Like, nobody's killing me. I'm like, but something is wrong. And then as soon as I started <laughs> killing coming. those poor little picks, I started grinding away on the picks for my quest. That's when I started to get ganked. Like, as soon as I started to do something meaningful, that was, like, the sign that it was time to kill. Ah, uh, yes, so, because why engage you... While you're just while running. You're, while you're just but if running. they can kill you while you're doing something, even more fun. Was it exactly. the same people you passed that killed you? Oh, I don't know. I didn't... I wasn't sure, but there was a particular level 13 guy that I really came to hate. Because he kept killing me, and I would respawn, and he would wait right where you respawn, and wait for my little, you know, summoning sickness thing to wear off, and then kill me. <laughs> and so, that happened quite a bit. And so, finally, there was this level 23, like, Tempest of Set that kept running around, and I, I sent the, that person a tell, and I said, would you mind on your next pass through just killing such and such? <laughs> and they were like, sure, no problem. <laughs> so he's like having his little fun ganking me, and then all of a sudden this level 23 rolls in and fries him like in one shot. And and I was like, thank you so much. Like, no problem. Tell me if you need more. <laughs> Ran off. <laughs> and so then I waited for him to come back, and I, I, I got him once successfully, but then after that he knew to run away, and, and he had regenerated too much, so it wasn't a fair fight. But it was fun. You know, I've been, so I've been playing a little bit on the PvP servers, trying to 
get a feel for it because I think there's an a are whole there complete extra... ass hats on that server. Okay, I'll note. Would you, I'll, would I'll you point, say ass? Hats I'll tell you this. Reside on that server. In my next podcast, I will have compiled a list which I have partially <laughs> comprised of the dumbass out of character chat that I hear on Wicana, right? Right. In, in especially in Tortage, it is it is like it's not like juvenile like what you have in the Barons. But it's just stupid. It's just like people say the most moronic things. So I'm making a like top five dumb things I've heard. <laughs> so this is what I noticed on the PvP server. The the out of character chat was not nearly as annoying to me. It was more like questions like you know how do I optimize my character? What can I do for this? Not. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin what's coming next week. But it wasn't like proclamations of this is the epitome of of. MMO gaming or you know when war comes out all thing all comers will be destroyed or something like right. that it was it was it was it's it's very different on the um on on the um PVP server compared to not even an RP server right but what i did see on the you remember when i said i envisioned like all these women with like plate armor on or a bunch of armor, but the chest piece would be off. Yeah. Right. That's what I saw in tyranny. A lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that dream was realized. At last. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. That's, that's living the dream. What, what other gaming have you, uh, been doing this week? Any, oh, any world of that's, Warcraft? That's, anything that's, like it's that? just been all age of Conan with different alts, just trying to, do that and then working on my main character so i haven't uh i haven't done much else besides that how about you Noah? what's going on with you i played some age of conan on monday night we had some time to play together as a guild the decision was made for us to all make new characters which is cool because i got a chance to make a bear shaman so i made that (laughs) we were playing as that and everybody signed off before i did and I, i was like why am i still here because you love it. I, I did, but I was getting tired, and I'm like, I'm going to sign off, too. Um, in addition to that, there's a couple new role-playing games I got on my DS, and most important of all, you will both be delighted to hear I have a new attorney role-playing game that I got. <laughs> oh, no. That I'm God. playing. Was it called Tedium Quest Five? No, it's it's actually... <laughs> Quest for Excitement? A new trilogy of games in the same uh, attorney. What's his series. name? His name's Apollo Justice. Apollo That's Justice. the most exciting part of the game. <laughs> no, actually, I turned it off. Right, I saved and turned it off right after this one character, a 15-year-old girl, was saying, I've had an issue. I think someone's stolen my panties. And I'm like, I can't believe this. <laughs> I turned it off. No. Wow, I mean, that would have got me started. Dang. I'm going to have to convince my wife to buy that series. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And what else? What was the other role-playing game RPG? I'm playing... A game called Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Ring of Fates, which is one game. Oh, no, no, no. you got to say that again. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Ring of Fates. Are there, any, are there any colons or hyphens in that? Or yeah, is there's it... two colons. Final <laughs> Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Ring of Ring Fates. Of Fates. <laughs> Period. And then I'm also playing another one called The World Ends With You. Oh, that seems pretty, it's pretty cool. Pretty good. So that sounds like a James Bond movie but it's not at all like that that's what i've been playing jason it's oh, your turn before you do that i just wanted to interject something when you're talking about that night we all played the guild got together it was really fun we all you know we all did actually play and we were all together and that was pretty cool 
What was funny was when you said that people left before you did. You know, I got like really tired. I fell asleep at my keyboard at I like eleven that. o'clock. Yeah. yeah. And what was really sad was I, I was like, I gotta go to bed. So I head upstairs, and my wife has fallen asleep in the middle of a TiVo menu. So then I'm like wondering, do we have like a gas leak or carbon monoxide poisoning going on here? What the hell's going on here? And the dogs are crashed out. The cat's like on her back. I'm like, what has happened? No, we were just all really tired. But wow, yeah, it was pretty kind of scary. Yeah. It was great. I still have to get the drool off the keyboard. You do have the, the carbon monoxide detector going on. I have you? a bunch of them ever since I actually did get carbon monoxide poisoned and paranoid. So, but anyway, on, onward to wow. your story. Yep. No, actually, it's Jason's story. Oh, oh, it's my turn well, to we're talk. Out of time, Finally, Jay. sorry. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. Actually, gotta go into this email. Gotta move along. <laughs> we're on the clock. <laughs> uh, I played Age of Conan a lot of it. Yeah, you um, did a lot. I didn't get just one, two, but I got three characters to level 20 this time out, so it brings my total total count of level 20 characters to five so far. Cool. Um, I mentioned last week that I got the uh, Barbarian and the Herald of, Herald of Zotli up to level 20. Mm-hmm. Of course, I liked the Herald. I didn't like the Barbarian at all. Is his name Herald? <laughs> no, his, no, I did Herald, not name the him. Herald. Herald, the Herald. Uh, this week I got a assassin up to level twenty, as well as a guardian and a bear shaman. And you don't like the bear shaman? I hate the bear shaman character. I what was know. the bear shaman's name, just for our listeners? <laughs> Rump shaker. A female, a heavily, and a big I, boned I, I mean, bear like shaman. Big boned. She had rosy cheeks. Yeah, <laughs> she was real. She was like homely looking in the face, and and had. You know, her tits were out to here, ass was out to here. It was it was beautiful. He's gesturing very broadly. Yes. yes. This big. Wow. Um No, but I didn't like the Bear Shaman at all. I, I didn't like how it played. I, I just didn't get it. It was one of those again, it was just one of those tunes that I, I must have either just sucked at playing or I just didn't think it was really well designed at all. I I didn't like it. I didn't like how I, I didn't think the heels were all that powerful for it. Mm. Um, it just, it really j- didn't work for me. I hated it. I had a really hard time with that character. Uh, the assassin, of course, was fun to play. You know, you got to stealth around and, you know, do critical hits. And, of course, I play a rogue in World or a Rouge, sorry, yeah. in uh, <laughs> World of Warcraft. So I was able to, you know, get into that character a little more. And the Guardian character, I just, I really like that character. You know, there's a lot of versatility there between, you know, being able to do, you know, polearm attacks, and then you were able to switch to a sword and a shield combination if you wanted a little more defense, depending on the situation you mm-hmm. found yourself in. So I really liked that quite a bit. Did you come up with any um, fast weapon switching macros or anything? No, I didn't. I didn't. So you're having I, to manually. Yeah, I started doing that, and then I thought, okay, you know, if I decide to play a character like this, you know, as my main, I'm gonna have to come up with something for sure. It's like I'll either have to find a macro out there, or I'll have to find a G15 keyboard on the cheap that I can. <laughs> you can I buy can mine. <laughs> Why? Well, no, what are you, you gonna get? 
I'm going to get that thing that Noah saw oh, with the steel the... keys that I can't wear the letters off of. Oh, yeah. Yes. The Cytech. 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 Cyborg. Yeah, I need that. That does look totally cool. And it's got a, it's got quite a few decent reviews on it. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. If, have you guys tried any um, mod UIs at all yet? Or you, UI no, mods? I haven't seen I, any. I did the KUI one. It's oh, really, really good. I'll what does check it do? that out. Yeah, I sh- it um basically it it cleans up the all those dumb bars. You know those bars that are off to the side, and if you accidentally click on them, like especially if you're frantic with the mouse like me, it screws them up. This thing takes those out. Just gives you four bars across the bottom, and it puts your chat over to the left, and your um I'm trying to remember what it puts over on the right. I think it's it's it just really cleans up the UI for you significantly. Cool. I'll, I will um, definitely have to check that out. Can you get that at like I got mine off of Curse Gaming, right. um, okay. and just KUI, mm-hmm. and it's just really nice. And it's it's fairly easy to install. Uh, you just it's kind of like with a, a WoW mod. You just you'll see when you look at it at the directory structure of the zip file, you'll know exactly where to put it. You can just put it there, and, and you're good to go. Awesome! I'll yeah. definitely have to check that out. Um, Beyond Age of Conan, I did play some Guitar Hero Three. Rain and Blood. Raining Blood is hard mode. Raining Blood. If anybody has tips on how to get through this freaking song for me, it's like the only song that's holding me back from completing hard mode. Besides, of course, the end boss battle. But is that with Slash? No, oh. that's with the the devil. Oh, or, oh, or that's a lesser cool. demon or whoever the hell he is. He's so like your former manager that you actually <laughs> find out is a demon. Yeah, it's the devil. Anyway, um, yeah. So send me tips if you have tips on how to get past this damn song, because Renning Blood is, of course, my menaces. Yes, that is copyrighted word. <laughs> hey, we've we've got four, no, three coined words now. Well, a phrase and two words. We've got <laughs> the pussification of America. We've got. That's not really mine, though. I think that was somebody else's. I just ripped that. From I'm just remembering else. it that you did so there. And then we've got the menaces, and now That's we mine. have immovation. Immovation. That is ours as well. Yep. So, suck it down, everybody else. Anyway, that's been my week in gaming, and we will go on to some listener email. Speaking of troll sweat, it's time for (laughs) listener email. Listener email. It's time for listener email. Email. (laughs) We have lots of great emails. We've got some new people who haven't written us before, and maybe like last time, they'll never write us again. (laughs) 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 We do do sincerely appreciate all the emails that we get. Yes, please keep them coming and and somebody Skype us for God's sakes because I just keep getting the unprovoked sexy girl three stuff. And, yeah, unprovoked and, and while my I, ass. All right, so it, maybe it knows where I've been going, and, <laughs> but anyway, it's got to stop. And I need an actual listener email, <laughs> like from on Skype, if you don't mind. Yeah, so maybe somebody. one of us, one of us, should give Mark a voicemail. I already did that <laughs> twice. Hi. Hi, Hi, Mark. I'm Candy. I'm. I'm I love your show. I'm Sexy Girl 3. <laughs> and I've got two sisters. Just thinking about you gets me hot. And also what gets me hot is selling products. <laughs> products like from Amway. And with Amway, you can be the master of your own destiny. That's kind of crazy how that could turn into an Amway commercial. It's pretty scary. 
They're, they'll try out anything. <laughs> CEO income from your home. All you have to do is surf three websites a day. Oh, maybe not. Anyway. <laughs> so our first email is from new writer William. Here's what William has to say. I would like to share my opinion about your episode 43 segment on WoW's mid-game. Those who rant about a need for new mid-game content should shut up and pre-order Warhammer Online. Already done. As an extremely casual gamer, WoW has always frustrated me because I didn't have the time or willpower to see any in-game content. I was fed up over traveling through Goldshire again and again and again. As a result of this lack of originality during the mid-levels, I eventually quit playing. World of Warcraft angers me because it only gives cool stuff to hardcore players. This brings me to my recommendation, Warhammer Online. From what I have seen, the game offers a completely different storyline for every race, and you are part of the war from the very beginning. Josh Gershowitz has also said there are no rinky-dink quests, even from the beginning. As as a result, I recommend Warhammer for anyone looking for mid-game content. However, I would also appreciate if one of you guys could read up on Warhammer Online. Mm-hmm. At least once in each of your podcasts, I find myself saying, Wow, this problem has already been addressed by Mythic and Warhammer. Just a suggestion. Also, I'd like to suggest a debate topic for an upcoming show. Crafting-based recipes? Like WoW. Or a crafting system without recipes. Such as Warhammer Online by Mythic. comments <laughs> well first off we already did talk about the crafting uh, situation with uh, Warhammer Online in the last episode I believe where we kind of pan that as being well yeah okay they claim that it's going to be you know oh it's a it's a crafting based on discovery experimentation. and experimentation kind of like drugs in the just 60s just like college um but in, in reality, without all the sex. In reality, <laughs> well, once the NDA I'm... drops and all the all the websites pop up with all the information on how to craft certain oh, yeah. incredibly things, they elaborate are JavaScript going to comes be into repice- play. D- repices. <laughs> That's another word. <laughs> repices. We <laughs> See, we didn't expect it, but tonight I, I, I have I have come up with a brand new word. It's beautiful. Recipe. It's <laughs> anyway, better than rouge. Repices. Repices. Anyway, recipes. (laughs) It will will be a recipe. Put down the beer. I mean, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a goddamn recipe. You know it. I know it. You know, yeah, it's going to be kind of like a unique discovery to you when you first discover it, but you're not really going to discover it because, like I said, all the websites are going to have all the ingredients that you're going to have to need, and it's going to be all laid out. It's going to be laid right out there for you. I don't know. What's your take on Warhammer being the definitive place to go for mid-game content? Well, we don't know that either. Well, okay, William, first off, um, I just want to let you know that we do all follow Warhammer online, probably more than your average Joe. The only thing is that we we are tempering what we're reading and what is being forced down our throat by the incredibly huge marketing effort that is Warhammer. Uh, we're we're tempering that with our experience as far as other games and people who have hyped these things before, and let's not forget that Mythic is the game is the company who released the game Dark Age of Camelot, beloved by some, hated by others. I don't know. I, that, I played it for a while. That though. had 
no content at all. It had like five quests, right? I mean, yeah, basically, really initially, it it, was and it was pathetic. a great game and all, but you know, I I just still remember great my Realm time. Realm combat game. I mean, there's no doubt yeah, about that. I no, had a blast. No doubts there. But as far as content and like a good mid level, good good mid level um, area to go through to progress to that in game content from that the didn't exist. Yeah, I mean, I still remember like thinking, and I was telling Jason this earlier. I was waiting. I'm sitting out there waiting for. I need like five more levels that I have to grind through mobs for to where I can go through Spinderella, and then I know that after I do that, then I've got another ten levels before the next good like dungeon I can go through, and and I you know I'll always hold that against them. And so basically, this is the same company that made that. And and all these guys always talk about all these incredible features they're going to have with their game. Revolutionary, innovative, all this stuff. They're going to have this randomized crafting system based on discovery. They're going to have the realm versus realm content that's unparalleled. Every quest that you go through will mean something and will change the world. You will, you will come in and you will impact the world and you will rewrite history in the annals of Warhammer. No, no, you won't. You'll probably just be another mindless drone in an MMO, just like all the others. The difference is we'll, there will be a different vision behind it, and it'll be a little bit more polished than Dark Age of Camelot was when it came out, and it'll have certain features we like and certain features we don't like, but basically it's just going to be another MMO. It's not going to change the way that people make pizza. Or some other thing forever. Well, I don't know, Mark. I, I think there's somebody here who disagrees with you, and he, he wants to uh, talk to us about it. Oh, dear. Who, who's that? We have a special guest? We do? Well, let's bring him in. Yeah. Right up, folks, and witness the magnificent medicinal miracle of Warhammer Online's patented revitalizing MMO tonic. Put some excitement in your gaming experience with our energizing, moisturizing, jazzercising, tantalizing, surprising, hairstyling, revitalizing tonic. And for the minimal outlay of $15 a month, you can take home a bottle of Liquid Lore, Living Guilds, Cataclysmically Carbonated Combat, Lock the old sword in the castle, cause man has a new best friend in Warhammer Online's revitalizing MMO tonic! I'm not convinced. I've had bad luck with other MMOs before. All questions will be answered, all fears will be allayed with one incontrovertible demonstration of our revolutionary crafting system. May I have a volunteer from the audience? Yes, you, sir. Now, sir, you've never seen this MMO before, is that correct? That is correct. Well, then how come you look just like Paul Barnett? Um... And now a very special message from Jason to the Nameless One. Nameless One decided to take up typing again, and, well... I'm, this is just a message to you personally, Nameless One. Uh, we no longer want your written message. We want it spoken. So send it to us in your MP3 format like you've been doing, and we will, you know, we'll be more than happy to play it on the show. Uh, we're not going to tape your. We're not going to tape. We're not going to take your typing stuff anymore. And why you is that? Up, you stepped up your game, man. No going back. There's no going back. There's no going back. We love your rants too much to, to allow you to 
degrade yourself to typing us anymore. Yeah, you might as well start some generic WordPress blog at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Yeah, that is a low blow. Anyway, that that's my message. My message to the nameless one. Love you. We love you. Peace out. Uh, Robert, uh, who would like to have a nickname, but we're not going to give one to him because, well, it ta- you have to earn a nickname. You have to really earn it. Anyway, he's writing. He's writing us, and it sounds like he's drunk. But he believes that uh, 500% somehow is impossible. So I'd like for him to explain himself. Well, I'll, I'll read this in the voice of Robert as best I can, because I, too, am frustrated by progress bars that go beyond 100% completion. <laughs> 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 so here's what Robert has to say, profanity included. What the fuck?! emphasis on fuck is going through these bastards heads when they make a download or an update to go past 100% <laughs> massive exclamation marks then it switches over to ones and then eventually <laughs> peters out into unrecognizable characters about four months ago when I was installing or updating Lotro or whatever the hell it was or not sure what else this happened for I was sitting at the computer playing desktop tower defense yeah I, I got like a that. kindred spirit or full tilt poker kindred spirit to Jason there or whatnot. Waiting for this shit to finish. I saw it was at about 97%, so I closed everything up and got ready to play. Then this fucking thing ticked 101, 102, 103. So I go play some COD4 on the 360 and check in every now and then, and this fucking thing keeps going till it finally finishes at 550%. Who the fuck thought of making the completion of an install or update go past 100%? Then there's a bunch of question marks, exclamation marks, eventually switching over to ones and petering out with unrecognizable characters. <laughs> Do they think this shows they're giving it their all and then some? Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and that completes my rendition of Robert's first email into us, which I just loved wow, and will cherish always. Um, well, it wasn't his first email. He's, he's oh, no, I'm sorry. Before. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was funny that he got so pissed off about this that he... He did. He, he seemed like it was like the most pressing MMO issue of today. <laughs> Not like character imbalance. No, or... no character imbalance. You know, guild. You know, guilds. Character breast size Char- reduction. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's an important topic that we will discuss later for that, sure. That, but no, no. Hold on a minute. What? <laughs> it's okay, Mark. We'll talk about this later. But but my precious boobies. Anyway, uh, I I really don't know how to respond to this. I just think it's too freaking funny. I'm with him 100. percent Do you guys experience that? Does it anger you so much? It does, and that's why I wanted to read his. Because, have you seen it happen before? Yeah, I have, and and not just in MMOs, but in other applications, especially like the. Like crazy European ones, or sh- no, no offense to our European listeners, or the the um, like shareware downloads sometimes that you get. Fuck where you, son of a bitch! Where you're like, you're like, okay, it's only at like what my my expert estimating skills would say is about three quarters of the way across the screen. Yet it's <laughs> closing in on ninety nine percent, and then you're like. <laughs> Wait a minute! Is it 130 percent? And it seems to be slowing down. And you know, I've seen this thing before too. And I'm like, how how can this happen? Did like something get updated during the update to the point to where the update is unaware of the full potential of the update, <laughs> and so therefore it has to like just keep going. It's just extra credit. 
And will like will eventually just the infinity sign show up there for the completion <laughs> percentage? I mean, I don't know. I think he's right. It is a big problem. It's a problem that's facing us. It's a problem that's facing mankind. And this thing needs to be addressed soon. And I think Barack Obama is the president that will help us complete to 100%. Not 200%, not 300%, but 100%. That's right. Getting the completion percent right is good for us, it's good for America, (laughs) and it's good for the world. The Channel Massive team does not sponsor Barack Obama. John McCain or Hillary Clinton. Or any of the independents who have a snowball's chance in hell of doing anything. Sorry, Joe Lieberman, that was not intended for you, even though you're not running. (laughs) What time is it, Jason? It's time for the weekend gaming. <laughs> that was that was a little. Did you bit go of, to the future? That was some Lucas Arts effects there. Yeah, he like went to the he went through the space time continuum. This is a message from the future. Don't even do that, man. That creeps me out. There will be a problem with the diaper champ. Man, Dude, seriously, man. That scares the shit out of me. Was that scanners or something? No. It's the Prince of Darkness. Dude. <laughs> it works every time. Dude, Prince of Darkness is like one of the scariest freaking movies of all time in my mind. And when they do that, when they go in... Oh, man. And dude, unfortunately for Jason, one time when he was too drunk to think about it, he confided in me his fear of that. Yeah, now, now Mark turns it on me every time, man. Much, much like you, you fear run-on and un- incomplete sentences, he fears he uses, that. He uses it against me, and I just... I, so man, I hate that. Oh. Creeps me out, man. Anyway, uh, lots of stuff to talk about this week. Um... Dark Age of Camelot is going old school. Old school, homeboy! Yeah, they're uh, bringing back uh, an origin server rule set, which is going to basically bring back an original Dark Age of Camelot server with all the old rules, all the, you know, everything that was quote-unquote imbalanced before with it. Cool. Uh... <clears throat> this this should appeal to those WoW guys who who really missed the old level sixty cap days. <laughs> pre- yeah, well, pre BC, yeah. pre pre Burning Crusade. Yeah, I mean, who knows? You know, maybe Blizzard will look at this and say, "Hey, you know, why not open the server like this? You know, why not?" Which maybe, is kind of cool. I mean, maybe a, it will. You know, if somebody does this, maybe this will not? also spur like uh, a uh, pre NGE Galaxies edition. <laughs> <laughs> Players can only hope. This will be the start of a revolution. Well, SOE can only hope. I might go back for that. <laughs> wow, this is a kind of crazy move, I think. Anyway, it's, I don't know, it's kind of cool, I guess, but my my question is, is that, okay, if you played a game years and years and years ago, would you really want to go back to it knowing all of its old faults, warts and all? Well, I mean, seriously, would you want to? Would you want to go back to... Would you really want to go back to World of Warcraft back in the day when it was... when it first came out? I have a colorful metaphor for this one. If you guys would allow me to. Oh, well, 
Indulge yourself, Mr. Sulu. <sighs> oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> so, so I believe that your memories of games in the past tend to do nothing but make them better in most oh, cases. Yeah. And my shining example of this is Time Pilot. I, I remembered that game with all the graphics and stylings of a current <laughs> arcade game, you yes. know, or something that you'd get on Xbox Live or something like that. When I actually fired up the MAME emulator thing, played it, I realized just how crappy it really was and how <laughs> crappy the graphics were. And the same thing happened when I I was wanting to recapture the sense of wonder and awe that I had when I played Ultima 2. And I downloaded Ultima 2 recently and tried to play that. Oh, no. And I thought, good God, how did I do this? You know, it's just... How did you suffer through such a... It's horrible. Such a crappy R- RPG. Is this line of thinking the same reason why your main project is kind of evaporated? Oh, snap! <laughs> this is where I'd normally insert the crickets chirping noise. <laughs> but... <laughs> Started no, to stand no, in front no. of that no, cabinet no, and realized still, there what are, the hell is there that? Are still, there are still a lot of old games that are really good, and and even Time Pilot's cool. It's just it doesn't look like I remembered. And it yeah. probably doesn't play like you remember. Doesn't play either. like I remembered. About the only one that that is still pretty accurate is Galaga, just because I keep playing it. Yeah, but no, seriously, why would I go back and play Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers two, three, whatever? When I know that there's Super Mario Galaxy out there that is just ten times freaking awesome. And the same thing goes yep. for, you know, I mean, back in the day, I mean, Jason and I used to go to this, like, arcade. An actual one used to go to arcade when they used to exist. And we used to play arcade? Street Fighter 2. these arcades you I remember that. Now? We used yeah. to play, we used to play, put our tokens in there and play for hours. And people would come and it was a group of people that would show up, all of us Street Fighter 2 dorks. And we would... You know, it's like, oh, there go, here comes Mark such and such. He's really good at Chun Li. He'll he'll do the bracelet throw trick, fucker. And then you know, it's <laughs> no. like, oh, there's Jason. It we was know, never that. Jason's the the Honda headbutt guy, bastard. Or you know, you were always the cheesy blonde dude, Blanca, Blanca, Blanca. Guy. yeah, yeah. I was always the I would and. The most annoying thing I did was I would do the same attack over and over again, but you couldn't wow. stop. Some things don't change. <laughs> no. I, more things I, change. For the, the listeners, more I have continued this skill onward. Any any instance of dark uh, or not uh, dead or alive, I can do the same any thing. Any fighting game. Any fighting you try game. Try to do it. I try to do it. Yeah. Yes. And usually it works for quite a while. Uh, but in any case. You just can't relive like you if so that that was a special time a special time a coming of age no just true but anyway <laughs> it was a good time it, and you had a certain group of friends with you and you're all in this like journey together right so I think with this like dark age of Camelot thing it's like everybody's like oh wow I'll relive that whole period you know where it was like this crazy wild west frontier game you know the rules were the rule the rules were crazy everybody was doing the realm to realm stuff we did all this and it's like yeah and you're most likely going to be with a whole different group of people and it's not going to be the same experience and it's going to be the same old cheesy mmo that should be in mothballs now you know it's not going to be the same experience you had so i'm sorry it would be be like going back to Ultima Online before, like, when it first came out. You know what I'd like to see is, like, 
games like ideas like this, I'd like to see them go to like near death studios and let them run them. You know, yeah, so it's sure. like you the Dark I mean? Age of Camelot Vintage Server, the WoW pre Burning Crusade Vintage Server, the Ultima Online. We don't know what the fuck PvP is. Server, you know, like something like that. That that would maybe be, make some sense, but I I just don't think that people are going to be able to relive those days, you no, know? No, I mean, it's definitely not going to make me want to go back and play Dark Age of Camelot anytime soon. No. No, that ship has sailed. I'm, I'm on to bigger and better things, hopefully. Noah? I think the senses that sum up their point of view is best is, or towards the end of this announcement that's in there, that's on their news page, the guy Christopher Rabideau who is the Dark Age of Camelot producer at EA Mythic he wrote we're taking this opportunity to retune Realm Balance from the Origins perspective the old school server many intelligent and experienced minds are focused on this aspect of Origins and the main question by which we've operated during its development is if we could do this all over again knowing what we know today how would we do things differently? <laughs> and you would how many not years, do what but, you see, did. That's the problem. It's like, how many <laughs> years after the fucking fact? You know, it's kind of like saying, okay, well, gee, you know, would I have gone back and, you know, become a computer programmer back when I went to college? Or would I, would I have changed something else differently? It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know, sorry, you don't get another chance at this after a while you know you you change the game as it goes on and, well, and it evolves and that and that's what you've done with it you can't really go back that's what these are all about is an evolutionary process well, yeah. a growing living world what a de-evolution right? and, and as and as old as that game is now it's like it's really pointless as far as i'm concerned yeah, I'd, I'd well, rather... these people they're probably the people that aren't allowed to work on warhammer online at ea mythic and they're trying to compensate we'll do something really cool with our game even we'll though it's go, 10 years old. Go back to basics. We'll <laughs> only have three things that you can use. It'll be a rock, a shovel, and, and a, a total t- of 10 quests that you have to repeat over, over and over again. Over rule! <laughs> well, I guess that sums up our thoughts on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, big fans. I'd just like to start this segment out by rephrasing what I said to Jason before we started it, when he was about to tell us offline everything that he was thinking, <laughs> and I said, sit on that egg. <laughs> 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 so anyway, now you can, now you can let that, you can, you can let that little chick break Hatch. out of its shell and fly into the sun. Like well, the, Icarus until its wings melt and it falls to the earth and dies. singing in the dead of night. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, For the first time ever, EVE Online can be seen on TV. EVE Vision. 
A revised version of the Imperian Age teaser trailer will be run during the last few episodes of Battlestar Galactica starting tonight. It will run six times total, four times during primetime shows, and twice during late-night shows after 2300 local time. Check local listings for availability and times. Don't miss a chance to see EVE Online on TV for the first time Dude, ever. Dude, are you the micro-machines? I was just going <laughs> to say that. Did you quickly do the micro-machines thing? I, I haven't heard it in so long. Be, that I was know. crazy. That was so fucking fast. Because yeah. I think it's so cheesy. That Del Taco anyway, that that's what it sounds like. To your head. Um, well, yeah, it's nuts. And you know, it's hilarious. I, I saw a lot of um, hype going around the blogosphere, like, "Oh, this is awesome! You know, this is so cool that an- another MMO is finally advertising. You know, during prime time hours, and and they've totally hit their target audience with Battlestar Galactica." And I sit there what? and I'm like, "What? What? <laughs> record like, no, record screeching to a halt sound yeah. effect." <laughs> Exactly, you need really need to cue that. Cue that. One sci-fi equals another sci-fi. Yeah. They're both and I sci-fi. There and I think to myself, okay, they're both in space. I'm sorry, but you have like massive fleet combat in Eve Online. And I'm I'm sorry, but I think f- most fans of Battlestar Galactica are thinking, fuck, I want to fly a Viper really fast through a horde of horde of Cylon raiders and just, you know, totally Blow the shit out of them, or, or, or I get blown, blown away by them, whatever you know. For be God's so sake, cool. I, I want to blow Gata's foot off. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> you know, and instead, what they're going to get is slow mo capital ship engagement. Yep. You know, you're going to get mining, lots and lots Mind of mine. grinding, skill training offline, yeah. jazzercising, jazzercising, yeah, and sheet MMO realization. Spreadsheet you know, so, for justice. So to the people out there who think <laughs> that, that they are targeting their their audience, oh, in a deep audience, story. Was yeah, with such a deep story. No, Gee, I can see the commercial. Happen. I can see the, the spreadsheet fading in across the screen, yeah. and then the giant ships flying in through the Excel spreadsheet table cells. <laughs> Numbers ticking up. <laughs> Seriously, I don't know what marketing guru came up with this brilliant idea, but they're a freaking idiot. They're both sci-fi, and they're both in space, and they have big ships, and... It's a match. It's a match. <laughs> Make it so. Not! Uh, speaking of the sci-fi channel, uh, apparently they're making an MMO. What and kind of MMO? Well... People really aren't <laughs> A science sure. fiction MMO, I believe. <laughs> it's supposed to be an original IP... Um, so, and this comes, uh, it says sci-fi is entering a brave new world by teaming television writers with video game designers to create a franchise that is both a television series and a massively multiplayer game on the internet. More than that, the fans who play the game will actually help shape the show's story arc with their virtual exploits. Yeah, I've never heard that before. Well, I've never heard of a massively multiplayer game on the internet. Yeah, I've never heard that either. Man, this... What are massively multiplayer games? Is there a better word for revolutionary? Like, because this seems bigger. And, and we older. all know how good sci-fi channels made for TV movies are. Dude, that Gargoyles they one? They are so awesome. What was that one? Like, Gargoyles of the Luftwaffe or something like that? <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Super Trooper, or it was like Death Trooper, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the sci-fi made for... Bats! <laughs> Bats! 
<laughs> Nessie 5000. Seriously, I mean... The Ludmus Monsters but, propelled but, into the future. But the sci-fi channel made for TV movies are some of the worst movies of all time. Like, They're great to watch if you're, like, really drunk late at night and you just have nothing else to watch and you want to have a really good laugh. Mystery Science Theater 3000 would not touch them. No, they wouldn't. They'd be like, man, that is, like, so funny, it doesn't even need our help. Anyway, I guess if there's any semi-bright spot out of all of this, this is being done by Tryon. Tryon. Uh, Tryon is a game company which is going to be headed up by the creator of the Might and Magic series, from my understanding. Like the uh, trading card game, the original? Or like some kind of you know, computerized Might and game? Magic. Oh, Might and Magic. I'm sorry. Yes. I don't know why I went straight to... Don Vag... Can Higgum? Oh, Van Higgum? Can... Cunningham. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, he, you know, mind magic. If you're a role-playing game fanatic, mind magic three was. You know, anybody who who's played a role-playing game on the PC should know um, about mind magic. It was an. I loved it. I played mind magic three and four. You were able to cr- combine them both into no, four and five. Was, was the it, world was of it Zine. the world of Zine that you yep. were able to combine world them together? Yeah, I love that. I love that game. And um, but you know the golden halo effect doesn't always prove true. Such as case in point, Richard Garriott's Tabula Rasa, uh-huh. uh, Ultima, great series, all good. Everything was great. Everything he touched, well, until, auto duel, uh, wonderful, super cool. And then Tabula Rasa. Well, it started before that. Oh, the downward spiral of Richard Garriott. Yeah, what well, was you know he's a hobo now doing blowjobs <laughs> in back alleys for money, right? Well. <laughs> Let's not go there. Richard, Gary, if you're a listener, I was just joking. So, was it, did we mention earlier that that this is b- both an MMO and a TV show that's being developed together? And they're they're going to be intertwined. They're integrate simultaneously. Game footage, characters there battling no into way. the show. The, the scheduling between those two things yeah, will never hell, work. How, how in the hell could you do that? You know, no, you know, well, no, no, no. I, I disagree. Oh. I, I disagree. This is the sci-fi channel we're talking about here that comes up with cheesy made-for-TV movies on a whim. Well, well maybe of, if they do it with Machinima, because it's all in-game anyway, I could see it. Yeah, maybe, but no, they're totally going to no do way it you like can that, sync up man. a production I mean, company and, and, and a game well, development. What if the game looks really stupid if it's got bad graphics or bad art design? And, you know what's scary nah, is in the article... On. This is a sci-fi channel. In the article, they mentioned something like, we originally intended to do it with Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica, Galactica, to which yeah. point I was like, no, don't yeah, touch to which Battlestar point I bet, I bet the, the producers of Battlestar Galactica were like, Fuck no! They probably sent Edward almost in, and he was like, "If you do anything, with my movie, <laughs> I will take you and I will kill you." <laughs> All in a That's menacing good, whisper. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> with rage showing on his pockmarked face, you know, <laughs> be awesome. dude. Only there's only one with the worst. There's only skin. one with worse acne, and that is uh, Morpheus. Morpheus yeah. from uh, from the Matrix. Wow, Suddenly, are, this became an infomercial. All over the map. I've <laughs> accused Richard Garriott of being a crack whore. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's the beginning of the end. It, it's a, it's, <laughs> we it's an MMO it being tied 15. in with the Sci-Fi Channel, Sci-Fi Channel show. Chai-T. How good can it really be? Oh, wait a minute. There's the Stargate MMO. Well, okay. Mm. <laughs> I'll cue the toilet flushing sound. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
So we've been talking a lot about Age of Conan lately since it just launched, and we already have... God, you think we were fanboys or something. Oh, I love Age of Conan. (laughs) There's already some great... uh, some great stories that are coming out of it from other people. Especially on the PvP side of things. Oh, like... You can PvP to your heart's content, but don't do it in an organized fashion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, apparently, yeah. And, like, and don't this be is, too good at it. This is from the infamous uh, Hordes of Gunheim guild. Um, you may also know them from such games as World of Warcraft, Eve Online. Basically, the the who are these new upstarts at PvP? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. The the goons. Everybody knows them. They are diehard. PvPers, they they basically they love to play these games in mass, and they well they are MMOs. Yeah, and they just you know they, they it's like power by numbers, and they do a lot of hilarious stuff. I mean they're they're known for their exploits in uh, Second Life, where they just do some real crazy fucked up shit to to people in Second Life, and honestly. They sound like my kind of guys, personally. They're, just, they're like the griefers. They're the griefers from hell, and I and I love them. I love these guys. Anyway, their exploits, of course, have gone on into Age of Conan, and they drew the attention of a uh, Age of Conan GM. A GM was came on and was like, "Hey, I need to talk to you guys," and so they brought in one of their members, and they started talking to him. They're like, well, because you guys are so big, we realize you can't keep track of every one of your guildmates. We just ask that whatever you do, please do not attack people en masse, which is what they're infamous for, <laughs> which is what they do. They realize that camp- you know, they, We realize that camping is part of the game, part of PvP, but from a GM perspective, the actions of a few affect your on your whole guild. We've been receiving a lot of complaints because the actions of a few in your guild, basically meaning their entire guild, because their entire guild does stuff like this. They're coordinated. Yeah, they are. They're coordinated assaults. It's awesome. So we ask that somehow you please deliver this message to your guildmates to act independently of the guild so that we get less petitions that the goons, quote-unquote, are ganking people together, which is what they do. That's what (laughs) you're supposed to do, you know? It's like... Yeah, you know it's organized PvP. Yeah, the whole art, the whole chat dialogue is a train wreck. Basically, it is. It's a total train wreck, and the guys, you know, they're like, "What? You know, whatever." And it just cracks me up. It's like, okay, so Age of Conan was, you know, designed with the intention of having, you know, some h- hardcore PvP action going on. Yeah, you know there, there's going to be ganking, what, no what? doubt about that. But then, but then, see, all of a sudden, I think Funcom realizes, well, gee, you know, there may we may lose subscribers because if people continually gank people, there's a place for those victims, leave. you know. And I think what happened is a lot of people didn't realize what getting on a free for all PvP yeah. server really meant. Yeah, I mean, there really there's a place for people who. Being ganked, and that's a PVE server. And there's you know, a gazillion you know, of them. Warcraft in World of Warcraft, you have a PVP server, and you know, granted, you can't be ganked anywhere. Yeah, but 
well, once you get into the contested lands, which is pretty much level 20-something afterwards, you're, yeah. you're leveling up in contested areas and are fair game. What's the problem? To anyone. So, but, you know, what I think even then is, I think even people who play on PvP servers in World of Warcraft are even, like, shocked and amazed at, at what a free-for-all PvP server really means. Yeah. And, um, you know, there are no distinct colors, so right. to speak, you know, there there are no gang colors. There are no Crips and Bloods on a <laughs> on a Age of Conan server. It's pretty much everybody for yourself. You know, if you're in a guild, granted, you're gonna you know hang with your guild, and you're not, probably not gonna kill the guild a guildmate unless you want to. I don't even know if that's possible. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, but I don't have a guild yet in my PvP server. Um, we're thinking about it. But, but I I don't know, man. I just think. I think it's stupid to try to put rules into free-for-all PvP. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the essence of what it's supposed to be. Anyway, it just cracks me up, and, and now, you know, there's word that they're going to start implementing some new rules into their PvP servers, such as uh, there's, like, a consequence rule. I'm not exactly sure what that's going to entail exactly, but they're they're going to try to roll that out, I'm sure, as soon as possible, because... You know, of course, they're bowing to the silent minority out there, or the silent—you know—the majority. What they, what they think is the silent majority, but actually, they're they're the vocal minority. In I, these just games. Yeah, I just got games. I just got games. I'm pay for this. I'm paying for this game, and this is totally ruining my gaming experience. Well, don't roll on a fucking free-for-all PvP server, then. Yeah. Period. Go to PVE. You'll be much happier. You know, and yeah, exactly. I mean, go to a PVE server. You know, nobody ganks anybody there. You know, it's it's only until the very end where you have to. If you're in, you know, the the borderlands there where you're going to have to engage in some PvP. Yeah, I don't know. Get over it. Anyway, I just thought it was hilarious, and I thought it was. I, I thought it was even more hilarious that that this came out and they were like one of the guilds of course they're a notorious guild throughout a lot of MMOs and they uh, they got targeted first and another breaking MMO news from Age of Conan uh, Age of Conan girls get an accidental boob job um, apparently, what? apparently, if you created a female character in Age of Conan, you experienced maybe a breast reduction that you may have not noticed. Um, you know, most people probably don't notice this. I think we, I talked to Mark about this earlier, and he was like, oh, I haven't noticed any breast reduction, but you know what? Your boobs probably could be a lot bigger. Apparently, uh... They noticed after the last patch, it broke out, you know, broke the whole boob size. There, there was some bug there that, like, totally busted the code of the busts. Busted the code of the uh, codes of the busts. Oh, that is a slider bust size, right? Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> we are, I like the quote from... From Funcom, we are working on a fix for this, and your breast should be back to normal soon. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> well, my breast, you. my breast. What happened? What to happened? It? Yeah. So for for those of you who are worried about your tunes breast size, well, Funcom is is on it. 
and it, it will be fixed in a later patch. Boy, that's I can't wait to see bad. that in the patch notes. Fixed <laughs> breast <laughs> we size. We fixed boobs. Breast size should be back to normal. <laughs> Augmentation <Yay>! complete. <laughs> so, Jason... This age of Conan death penalty is just incredibly oh harsh. Oh my god, it's so harsh. Oh god, I mean, if you get killed at least two times and you can't recover your your uh, tombstone, you're, you're hosed, man. Now why you may as well stop why? playing and delete your tune right then and why there. Why wouldn't you be able to recover your tombstone? I don't know. It's a bunch of bull crap. Anyway, the, this guy from uh, dopass.com, D-O-P-A-S-S.com, uh, says, death penalties are stupid. Uh, this guy apparently was a developer for Auto Assault, a great MMO that, of course, lasted an entire, not even a year. And Near Death Studios didn't even pick it up. Anyway. Well, probably went an option. I mean, He probably... goes on to say, I've been playing some Age of Conan this weekend, and I'm sure many of you can imagine. You know, despite not having a machine that can play the game at any sort of frame rate a normal human being would call playable... I've been enjoying it. Enjoying it, that is, until now. The problem is, as often is in MMOs, death penalties. Have you ever stopped to wonder what the point of a death penalty actually is? I do often. You see, I worked on Auto Assault, an MMO with one of the lightest death penalties I've ever seen. We were often criticized for this lack of a serious death penalty, quote-unquote. But you know what? I don't think we made a mistake. I think the true mistake in this industry is the idea that death penalties are necessary at all. Dying is the penalty. What happened when you died in auto assault? Um, INC flew in, picked up your wreck, and whisked you away to the nearest INC station where your car was restored and you were free to go off and try again. To a lot of people, this was wrong for some reason. It wasn't hardcore enough, quote-unquote. For some players, for others it was perfect. The most common complaint we heard was that it made death meaningless. Because you just throw yourself at a monster over and over again with no consequence until you ground it down and killed it. You know, they're right about that. Where my opinion differs is that I think that was a good thing, and here's why. It alleviates frustration. You know, and he goes on and on to explain other games death penalties. Well, I think his main point is actually right in the middle. It says, if you couldn't beat the monster that kills you the first time, why the hell would you be able to beat it the second time when you're suffering a debuff? He doesn't think that you should have to, first of all, do a, a run back to your corpse and then get resurrected right by the thing that killed you and you're not yeah, even Yeah, but here's the thing. I've, I've had the, the five tombstone AOC death penalty on me. Is that like the exploding, the five-point exploding punch? <laughs> yeah, the heart trick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've had that. I've uh-huh. had it on me. It has hardly any effect whatsoever. Yeah, it's like a minus two, a cumulative minus two. Yeah, it's a cumulative minus two, and it, it maxes out at, at five, at you know, five ten, times yeah. that. Yeah, total. minus ten total to the year. Honestly, you know, if you can't get past that, you suck. Or, or you're playing, or you're on a quest that's too hard for you to begin with, and you should probably just wait to do it until later, or with a friend. 
So well, I know I don't like it how it is in WoW because remember I got stuck in Death Home, and it took me like ten minutes to go from the resurrection point all the way down the scar and into Death Home, and I was stuck in that stupid temple of Darzar or whatever. And as my character class, once I resurrected and I had to go to my corpse to resurrect, I, I couldn't even survive to get back out of it. I think the whole Running over to there a spot was no is stupid. death penalty, though. I mean, you just had to try to get your corpse. But that is to, the penalty. And then you had to run out alive. Uh, that, that's that's the penalty. Is you have to you okay? Well, then you have, your you have armor two choices. Gets, you can damage as well. First off, your armor gets hurt. Second off, by ten percent. Second off, you have to go a very long distance to get to your corpse so that you can res. Or your other option. Is to get your damage, your your armor damaged even more. Right. Get rezzed with stats to where nothing on the really in the zone couldn't anything, kill you yeah. with one hit, right? And then so then you're like out of commission for ten minutes while you hearth back. Hopefully your hearthstone's not up and you hearth Have back to pay to, extra for repairs. Yeah, that that's a death penalty. That's a decent death penalty. The age of Conan death penalty is like nothing. There's nothing you, to it. You, you know, resurrect. Those, you you start back. I don't the have to go to your tombstone. The resurrection yeah. areas, I've never seen one longer than, like, 250 whatever the units are in it. They're always yeah, pretty really close. inconsequential. And you don't even have to go back and get your tombstone. You're like, I have a, was it a 25-minute penalty? I can't yeah, remember. it's 30 minutes. 30 when minutes? you want to talk about death penalties, let me, let me tell you my experience with City of Heroes. I had a, I had a blaster who I did max, I, I maxed out on him. He was a blaster. And I spent the last ten levels in perpetual experience debt. <laughs> so I was gaining half Squishy. HP the entire time I was level. I, I did not level that character up at all in those last ten levels without some form of experience debt. So I was only gaining like half. So basically, it took you twice so as long. Basically, it took me twice as long to level that character up. That is a fucked up death penalty. Well, and you, right just, there. you can just keep going in the hole on that too. Yeah. You know, you, you can continue because every time you died, you stacks on more debt. Yeah, it just on more debt. It adds up. You have this big maroon bar that's growing and growing and growing, and it sometimes it grows beyond was what harsh. you could shoot. Ultima Online in its first iteration was harsh. Oh, that was harsh. You you died, people could take people your could stuff. Take all of your stuff. You had to go find your body. You had to go find your body. You know, and it was like, man, that was like harsh, harsh. This is nothing. So, for this guy to come out and say Age of Conan's death penalty is too harsh, or even World, World of Warcraft's penalty is too harsh, is is just poppycock. Well, we should we should be careful in crucifying him or anything because he works for Net Devil, which is local to us. So he might find us, and now that our <laughs> yeah. pictures are out on the internet, he could find us and beat us up. <laughs> he might find you in your wood paneled basement with your. Uh, Vintage porn and computer equipment. I don't know. I think this guy should probably just play Maple Story or something like that. Club Penguin. Oh yeah, Club Penguin. I you hear know, that's Club got Penguin a really good death like penalty. The game for him. So. It looks like we can play EverQuest for free. Or EverQuest 2. Woohoo! Yeah, apparently they're coming out... SOE's come out with a Living Legacy program, which is uh, going to feature some in-game events, some updates, and uh, some other stuff. Uh, you can 
basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to bring back former players back into the fold. They're going to bring people back by uh, allowing you like to play Noah? for free. <laughs> well, no, no, I don't think Noah ever played uh, EverQuest or EverQuest. I or, played no, EverQuest. You, play, you did play EverQuest. Yeah, we're going to get him back, experience. man. He's well, going to be all militant and stuff. We're going to be like, wow, you got an EverQuest backpack and lunchbox It'll now. be my <laughs> MMO Origins project. <laughs> right. Just like Dark Age of well, Camelot. if you're interested, Noah, you can go back and play EverQuest for free until uh, July 31st. Uh, and, oh, no, uh, wait a minute. I'm confused here. It says... Though the free pl- okay, wait a minute. It says the free play period lasts only until July thirty first. The promotion will run until the end of September. Huh? I don't get that sentence. Somebody explain that to me. Well, I think the free play is one element to this entire uh, okay. initiative. There you go. As part of the Living Legacy program, returning EverQuest players will receive EverQuest Secrets of Fadewar, all in one compilation. And bonus in-game items at no additional cost. While returning EverQuest 2 players will receive the uh, Rise of Kunark all-in-one compilation and bonus in-game items also at no charge. Current EverQuest 2 players who recruit a friend to play in the game and convert to a valid subscription will receive free game time added on to their current subscription. Uh, the Living Legacy initiative will also offer bonus XP weekends, several live events, new content updates, even new zones. Wow. Well, well that's kind of cool, I think. You know, I mean, that's I mean, that's like an awesome olive branch, I guess, to yeah. extend out to, you know, some former players. If, if you want to go back and give it a shot again, see what they've added, see what you've missed. Um, yeah, I still feel like EverQuest 2 is incredibly solid. Yeah, I mean, just... when I when I played it, you know, I'll be honest, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised when I went back to it and I, you know, I was playing for a while there. I had a, I don't know, I got my Shadow Knight up to level 40-something, I think. I had a really good time in that game, honestly. I, I just, you know, nobody, nobody was playing with me from the no, everybody was like done. <laughs> yeah, I I really couldn't find a decent guild either, so it kind of made it hard for me to hang around. You know, I just didn't have any friends to play with. But I really, honestly, I enjoyed my time there. I I never really had a problem with it. Um, you know, I think it suffered from a you know piss poor launch because of its initial hardware requirements which are now an absolute joke so there's really no reason for people who haven't tried the game to go back and you know and give it a look as far as I'm concerned no reason not to no yeah there's no reason not to you know give it a shot um some people are you know some people are kind of taking this the wrong way though former you know people who are currently playing the game right now you know they're kind of cheesed off. They're like, "Well, wait a second. How about those loyal customers who've never left the game? Or what about those people who subscribed last month or the month before?" Well, you will just always have the lasting memories of the in-game experiences you have had. <laughs> In a stroke of the pen, <laughs> SOE signed away any reason at all to explore or try difficult dungeons. And then there's uh, this one from Jay from Journeys with Jay. Yeah, I sound bitter. Do I think the Living Legacy program is fantastic? But I cannot, for the life of me, see that why they don't include rewards for those people who are currently playing EverQuest. Yeah, too. veteran rewards would make a lot of sense to announce right before this. Yeah, or I right already during thought it. there were. I, I thought there but were. There are rewards veteran, listed. Veteran rewards. 
Yeah, they said there's going to be double XP weekends, there's going to be special items and expansions, and if any of their particular friends converts to a paying subscriber during the free gameplay time period, then the existing subscriber gets free time added to their account. Well, there you go. And if they really want to take advantage of it, they could, I don't know, start up a new character. Perhaps that would be free. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I could see where some of these people who are currently playing the game kind of feel like, well, you know, there's really not a whole lot. Well, you can play the game with your small little corner of the world, or you can let them do some promotions and hopefully have more people to play with. Yeah, I mean, the the major benefit, uh, you know, if you if you want to consider this a benefit for for people who are currently playing the game. You know, consider this. You know, if if it brings in, you know, some thousands of more subscribers to the game, then it's better, and it's going to benefit everybody. Economy will increase. The guilds will be better. Yeah, exactly. Uh, You're going to get more your... interest in it. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, th- think of it that way. I mean, yeah, you all want your own toys to play with. I get that, but you know, let let's let's be a little bit more thoughtful yeah. about this and, and think about it a little bit more. If, if you get more people playing the game, you know, the better it's going to be for everybody. So, I went to go try to read the Virgin World's website but the hardware requirements were too much for my system <laughs> oh, no. my commodore 64 just couldn't handle it, just blew it. Up. the resolution yeah, my, my requirements see man i just i can't read that page yeah it's you know, like with my current system it's got colors that aren't even part of my 16 color palette and so it renders them really weird how about you noah how did it work on your uh, antiquated computer you have a tandy don't you yeah it's all green and Is black that like a cocoa? i can't read it Oh man, yeah, that's too bad. My 150 baud modem just can't keep up anymore. No, this comes from Julie Whitefeather, who is a regular blogger at the Virgin Worlds uh, website. Very good blogger, actually. Anyway, her her point has to do with uh, PC system requirements and and new MMOs that are coming out. There are many ways that some game developers, whether console or PC, put the pressure on the average gamer to, quote-unquote, up the ante, as it were, when it comes to the hardware that drives the software. The console gaming end of the industry often sees this when a popular game is only released for a particular console in the first nine months of its release. In this case, there is no doubt at all of the intent, and that is to boost sales of a particular gaming console. At first consideration, it sometimes seems that software is written for the PC gaming market with massive system specs because some developers are getting kickbacks from companies like Intel. In a recent post by Darren over at Common Sense Gamer, he had the following reaction to the amount of drive space required by Age of Conan. Holy suffering catfish! <laughs> 30 gigabytes heart drive space? Damn, Darren, that was, that was pretty harsh. Yeah, that's like a that's like a Batman those, quote. Those from Canadians Robin or cuss so hardcore. I don't even know what catfish It'd be means. Interesting it must to be pull some terrible game sexual innuendo. Yeah, exactly. It would be interesting to pull game developers across the industry and ask game developers why some games have such massive system requirements, 
Or to put it another way, why games have graphics that require such system specs? I dare say those developers that stick system requirements in their games that fall just short of a Cray supercomputer, which I didn't realize Cray was still in the business of building supercomputers, would use catchphrases like, quote-unquote, next-generation graphics and, quote-unquote, the future of video gaming. Set aside for the moment the simple issue that if a game has system requirements that damn few computers will match, it will have just a few, just as few players. A video game that is all about next-generation graphics can easily follow the route of a movie that is all about the special effects, yet has a script that reads as if it were a prize in the box of a Cracker Jack. <laughs> Games that are all about next-generation graphics can rapidly become like dating a beautiful woman with no brains. She may be beautiful to look at, but it won't take long for things to get too boring for words. What? Wait, I don't understand the downside there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Let me... All right, continue. Jessica I'm sorry. Alba, <laughs> Britney Spears. Oh, wait a minute. All this makes me ask whether or not developers who are, quote-unquote, up, upping the ante of system requirements are really listening to the market at all, let alone the idea of being able to clearly see what the gaming market is, where the gaming market is going. In a recent interview over at GameIndustry.biz, John Smedley cited a quote from Henry Ford. If I'd asked my customers what they would have wanted, they would have said... A faster horse. You know, and it goes on and on and on. Basically, <laughs> At least for 3,000 pages. Basically, basically, this blog okay, post not. is nothing more than another rant that equals my system can't run Age of Conan. Therefore, it's the developer's fault. It's not my fault being a PC gamer for keeping my PC up to date, able to run the current latest games out there. It's the rant that we keep hearing over and over and over again from PC gamers, namely a lot of MMO gamers. It seems like it seems exclusive to the MMO gaming industry too, where all these bloggers are like, "Well, my system can't handle this damn game. Why, you know? So it's their damn fault." Well, who is that guy that wrote? We we covered this. Oh few weeks back the yeah, guy we've that covered said it many times well, no the guy that said that like mmo players are like an aberration from pc gamers they're like the they're like a different breed altogether because that was dead on because who else expects to let their rigs you know stumble into antiquity <laughs> and still be able to play i mean war world of warcraft has totally spoiled so many of these people because they can get away with their their game from the 90s, or their, you know, their game system from the 90s almost. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, everybody else expects you got to keep your, your system up to date. You have to, you know, at least within reason. I mean, yeah, I you, know, I have it's, a, you know, it's funny because Kanker has a friend who, and we've been playing Edge of Conan with Kanker, who is a guildmate um, from ours, from World of Warcraft. And, and this friend of his, he... He's playing on this system that has a, uh, I think it's like a 6600, uh, NVIDIA 6600, something like that. And he's sure. like, well, you know, it still runs, you know. It's surprising that it still runs, you know, as well as it does, you know, on this video card, you know. But, you know, it still runs slow and everything. But he's not really complaining all that much. He's just, He just comments from time to time, you know, on how... 
you know, slows down from him occasionally. You know, but it's not necessarily that he's bitching about it all the time. You know, and it seems like... You know, it is. It's funny. And it seems almost exclusive to the MMO player. Yeah. Um, where they, they're like, well, you know, geez, you know, World of Warcraft runs on my system. But I wouldn't play World of Warcraft because it's juvenile right. and derivative. So, but, but this game, <laughs> how in the hell, why in the hell does this game doesn't even run on my system? Well, it's because you, you haven't upgraded your system for like two or three freaking years. Right. You know, Sorry. Technology moves on. Developers do want to do, you know, they do want to explore different aspects of how to, you know, manipulate a graphics engine. You know, well, well the, the times they are changing. Here's, here's the payoff. I mean, when I think of like the last three games that have that I've been interested in that have pushed pushed me, um, you know, to actually upgrade something, the three were Vanguard. <laughs> which didn't deliver anything <laughs> at all. Um, the the other one was obviously Age of Conan, which was good, and then the other one was Neverwinter Nights Two, believe it or not, which kicked my computer's ass. Right, and and that pushed me Rising, to upgrade. It well. doesn't look like a nice game. Yeah, it it really, you know, and and just to make it playable, I had to do an upgrade. And so those are three. And Neverwinter Nights Two delivered as well. So two of the three have delivered. And I think that's going to happen. I think most people who had to upgrade their... Most of the FPSers who had to upgrade their systems to play Crisis would say that that was worth it. Oh, know? yeah, totally. Because now they're able to run all these other games, too. That are yeah. Really- and But, I mean, that game delivered. It was an FPS game that, you know, had amazing graphics and... It's debatable. All kinds of stuff going on. But, I mean, it was it was a good, good-looking game. Graphically, it is. It's an amazing-looking game. Yeah. And, and so it delivered, you know... Some fall flat on their face, and that makes us bitter. You know, I could see that. I could see, I, you know, Vanguard was definitely, I was like, wow, I carved out this much room on my hard drive for this? Yeah, but honestly, you know, and, and granted, I know Noah went through this recently with Age of Conan because he had to wipe his, well, he had to upgrade. upgrade my hard drive because of the 30 his, gigabyte install. Right, yeah. but let's think about this for a second. Right now... In today's day and age, 30 gigabytes of hard drive space is really nothing. It's if tiny. You think about it. It's if a, you it's, think about it. I know. I, I know how bizarre that sounds right now to some people, but 30 gigabytes of hard drive space is really nothing in the grand scheme of things. Well, especially if you're not going to run with the disk inside the machine. Exactly. I think whenever you start to um, use words, or f- when you start to talk terabytes... And suddenly gigabytes don't have a meaning, and people are talking terabytes these days. Like, it's a half terabyte. Uh, not according to some people. It's a one terabyte. It's gigabytes! Oh my god! It's kind of like when, back when, you know, I remember back when I had an 80 meg hard drive. Oh man. And I remember my friend came over and saw, it was a 386-16SX <laughs> with an 80 meg SX hard drive. Even. And my friend said, what are you going to do with that monster? I like, well, I'm going to play games on it. I'm going to play. I remember I had the same thing. I I'm, remember when I got that I got That, <laughs> that Micron. Yeah. Or was it Micron. Gate, no, it was the Micron machine. Yeah. I had a, it was like a it was 100 megabytes of, it was a SCSI. SCSI was SCSI the big deal. It was a SCSI 100 megabyte yeah, hard SCSI drive. Yeah, SCSI 100 megabyte hard drive. You know, it was like, it was top of the line, everything. Yeah. 
and you know Mark came over and Andrew came yeah, over. Yeah, we had our all nerd. These friends we nerded came, out. We, we totally nerded out on. They were like, "Oh my god, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna play Wing Commander. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do." Yeah, they did. They totally <laughs> prayed at the altar of my PC, my new PC with VGA, with VGA graphics. Oh, uh, it was no, a big actually, deal back then. Actually, no. It was I. That, that was the age of the monster. The monster. Oh, gra- yeah, the the first monster. Oh, the Voodoo cards, uh, yeah. Voodoo Two. Whatever. Yeah, those were the first that were coming out then. But you know, I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, we, I, I just feel like it's becoming very re- repetitive in the blogosphere right now. This whole, this game has insane requirements. No, try and play Crisis on your piece of crap rig, and you won't be able to do that either. And that's a standard FPS shooter now. Try to play, you know, most any FPS game that's current. And you're, you're going to be... If, if you can't handle Age of Conan, you're not going to have a very decent gaming rig. So unless you're, unless you're gaming... What's the, what's the menu for your gaming consists of Civilization 2? I won't even go with 3, because the <laughs> AI is kind of... You know, the turns could take a while on 3 later. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, if, if, you're, if you're into Civilization 2... If you're into Might and Magic three, four, and five, <laughs> if you're into if you're into Wing Commander one, you're you're probably fine. Or World of Warcraft, but you won't play it because it's juvenile. Well, you know, stylized graphics aren't what I want. I want photorealism. Well, <laughs> sorry, but your options are slightly slightly limited these days. And yeah, I mean, we can beat we can beat we, you guys. We already over have beat this so many times <laughs> with this topic. Yep. You know, our our point. Has been and always will be. If you are a serious PC gamer, whether you play MMOs, FPS, whatever, you should be upgrading your system at least once a year. And if that's not what you want to do, then it's time to switch over to the time console. To, then it's time to ditch the PC and exactly. just Noah play could a console. recommend many very boring Nintendo <laughs> games for you. <laughs> or you could do a 360 or God help you, a PlayStation 3. You never know. Or, but you can't play MMOs on those systems. Not until not Nintendo yet. releases that one true awesome. That's MMO. right. We've heard the word spoken. Yep. I think Noah has a really cool announcement. Public that, service announcement. Yes. Yeah. A PSL. Or PSA, sorry. <laughs> PSL is something totally different. Kids Public service drugs. Library? Drugs are bad. <laughs> okay. PSA. Yeah. Vanguard so, is bad. Based on the wonderful shows that we've been creating for you, I have been inspired to create a podcast for Nintendo Joe with the assistance of Techno God Mark. <laughs> I do like my techno. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to do at least a test run podcast next week, which actually may be so flawless that it will be rolled out. Like a diamond. Yes. Polished over years and and years of work. Desert sands. So this is going to involve Noah, of course, who is the uh, editor-in-chief of NintendoJoe.com. That's right. And almost all of my staff is actually very interested, so I have to select... The, the, the cream of the crop. participants. The creme de la creme. There's actually one guy who did professional radio training in college, really? and he actually so sent he me his, like this. 
he sent me a he sent me a voice demo thing oh, wow. that was a minute and thirty. Wow. You can like do all sorts of voices and sweet accents, and it was really cool. So I'm like, wow, you're gonna have the best voice out of everybody on the show at least. <laughs> That'll be funny if you're all like, and he's like, hello, I have the voice, and you're all like, oh shit. Anyway, this this is a pretty cool uh, announcement. You know, it's it's a different show that uh, you know you're going to be able to listen to that features one of our own. Yeah, so if you are into Nintendo games so or console games, as Julie Whitefeather should be, based on her PC gaming hardware issues, <laughs> you'll have a chance to listen to a new show from AGL. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Otherwise, we hope you actually it's part of the, the new. Channel Massive Podcast Menagerie, <laughs> which we jokingly referred to before, but now it's starting to become a reality. Oh, dear. Yes. We could have thousands of podcasts at this rate. <laughs> Sound the war drums. Bonk. And otherwise, if you want to get in touch with us... Um, you can send us mail at mail, M-A-I-L. at channelmassive.com, or you can Skype us at, uh, what is it, channel.massive.skype? That's correct. Or you Especially can send us a sexy bitch 13. A cool MP3 like the Nameless one does, or a wave Sometimes. file of some kind where you... I'm calling you out, Nameless one. Tell us a rant, or tell us your deepest, innermost secret thoughts. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed episode 45, and that you laughed somewhere or were cried fueled to righteous anger and, and you are going to send us something fun if you've fallen asleep wake up <laughs> <laughs> and I think that concludes episode 45 ironically next episode will be episode 49 <laughs> we will travel through time yes into the future Back. And <laughs> you knew it, dude. Thank you for listening to Channel Massive.